Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Natalie Jones. Today's reading is taken from Luke 4, verses 22 to 30. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? they asked. Jesus said to them, surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, do you hear in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum? Truly I tell you, he continued, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time, when the sky was shut for three and a half years, and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet none of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of the town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built, in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Today's passage includes some scripture that I think very easily gets forgotten, but has so much to teach us. Let's read and see what is going on as Jesus continues his ministry in Luke. Well, as we've just read, we hear at the start that all spoke well of him and were amazed at gracious, the gracious words. But then things begin to change. And because Jesus begins to say things that are difficult to hear or accept, the crowd begin to turn against him. So what does he say that is so hard to hear? Well, we read in verse 24, no prophet is accepted in your hometown. And then he quotes two Old Testament stories of people who were not Jews, but yet receiving healing and provision from God. The second story in particular is an amazing one found in 1 Kings chapter 5 about Naaman, the commander of the army. After hearing that a prophet in Israel could tell him how to be healed, he set out on an adventure and after learning how to be obedient and humble to God, he was healed. No others were. God chose to work with those who were not his people. These stories show compassion to the whole of humanity. Other people did not listen to Elijah, but he did. Jesus therefore is saying that they, the crowd, are as unbelieving as these citizens in the Old Testament, in the area of Sidon known for its stubbornness and betrayal against God. He is saying and showing that God works and cares for the Gentiles just as much as the Jews. If you get a chance today, read that King's story. There are so many parts to it which shows how God transforms and uses people to show his faithful work in their lives. So Jesus knew, just like the prophets of old, that rooted prejudices exist. A familiarity means that words are not heard in the same way. He was known in Capernaum, in Nazareth, so he would never be seen as superior. He would never be hailed as their Messiah. They didn't like that he was telling them something they they didn't believe. So much so that from verse 28, we read something extraordinary that happens. Let's read verse 28 to 30 again. 
All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of the town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built, in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. The crowd were angry at him. They expelled him and they threatened to kill him. Just picture this scene right now. Close your eyes and imagine it. It's so easy to miss the violence of this scene. The emotional and physical, the violence against the Messiah. How do we react to Jesus' words and words about our faith and how to live our lives? Do we ever get angry at him? Do we expel him? Do we dislike how he calls us to live? Jesus calls us to put others first. He calls us to give money away. He calls us to respect our bodies and not simply use them for pleasure or entertainment. The list could go on. We so often hear his words and react just like the crowd. But these words are not meant to condemn us, but to reassure us that we have a saviour in Jesus. And so who is Jesus for us? Well, he is more powerful than our actions against him. We see in verse 30, then passing through the midst of them, he went his way. Then passing through the midst of them, he went his way. He wasn't phased, he wasn't shook, he wasn't disturbed. And that is because he is our mighty God and his name is Jesus. It tells us that he isn't limited by our actions. He remained in charge. He knows what is best for us. So sometimes we can be like that crowd and let our actions prevent us from knowing what, where we need God's grace, the cure of our salvation. Jesus is asking us to follow him, obey him and listen to him. In your life today, how do you need to know God's grace for you when you have acted like the crowd and expelled or got angry at Jesus? He went his way. He knows his way is the best way for us and for all those that we love and pray for. Jesus, we trust you for the plans you have for our lives. We're so sorry when we have turned against you. Lord, give us faith today to trust that your words are true and powerful and to stand firm in our world and in our lives. We commit ourselves again to you this day. Amen. Our prayers today were for Wednesday Communion Community, for Reset happening on Thursday evening, and for all of our connect groups as they meet today and throughout the weeks to come.